Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect is, I've never even actually seen how to pronounce his first name, but I'm pretty sure it's just Maiji, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Maiji Sanders, senior defensive or defensive edge from Cincinnati, 6'5", 228 pounds, and I'm super excited to bring on my guest tonight, Mr. James Ogden. James, how you doing, bud? I'm good, Dwight. Th- pleasure, to be, pleasure to be on. I, I really enjoy the series, so, uh, so glad to be involved. Thank you. Are you one that actually listens to the defensive players, or? I do. I do. Okay, good. <laughs> so I found one of the five. All right, good. <laughs> I've had a lot of people say, we don't listen to the defensive guys. I'm like, screw you. Those are the best ones. This this defensive draft is, is super good. I'm really excited about this infusion of defensive talent we got coming in. So. Really, is, it's a really good draft for, for defense talent. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll make, I'll, I don't need to worry about what I'm saying then if there's only five people listening. It's, it's cool. <laughs> no, no. And in case you can't tell, James is from across the pond, as he likes to say. I love that expression. So, seems to be the favorite expression for, for, because if I say I, I, uh, a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, I had some people from um, the University of Kentucky thinking that I was a Ravens fan from, from UK. Uh, and was try, we're trying to get me oh. onto a podcast. So across the pond eliminates uh, the UK. I love it. That's funny. I would have never, never, ever even thought of that. You know, because they, sometimes they do. University of Kentucky call themselves UK. So that's funny. <laughs> I never would have ever thought of that. So, all right, a little bit more here on Sanders, real quick. His recruiting profile: he was a three-star guy. He was the 85th ranked edge in the class of 2018 per 24/7 Sports from Jacksonville, Florida. He did have 19 offers, including Colorado State, Connecticut, Illinois, and ultimately went to Cincinnati. And as far as statistically, he had a really quiet freshman year. Didn't see the field a whole lot. His sophomore year, he did tally 40 tackles, including four sacks and a couple pass defenses and a forced fumble. But his junior year, he really came on, and so so did Cincinnati. So he had 31 tackles, seven sacks, uh, five passes defended in last year. He had 41 total tackles, two and a half sacks, and five pass defenses with a forced fumble, a fumble recovery as well. So, And as far as a combine, he had a pretty good combine. His numbers, his RAS score was 8.73, which if you take that as a as a whole is not great, but most of his, ding, his being dinged was for his weight. His weight of 228 for an edge gives, compared to other edge defenders, gave him a really bad RAS score in that category, which I think is kind of unfair to ding him for that. You know, as a defensive end, you know, 228 obviously is pretty light. And he only had 20 bench reps, which wasn't the greatest. But his vert was 33, his broad, broad jump was 10 foot, and his 40 yard dash of 4.67, which I actually thought he looked a hell of a lot faster on tape, actually. We'll get into it. James, what traits and attributes does Sanders possess you think will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, I'm uh, I, so I learned at the, the Scouting Academy as a scout. So context, context everything first. So I just wanted to quickly get out before I talk about sort of the traits that, uh, so the 220 weight, uh, he was actually not very well at the combine. He was pretty ill the de- uh, in the days leading up to the combine. Uh, and so the 228 weight was probably a feature of that. And when he weighed in his pro day, he was back at 247. So the, I, I don't know where he will play, <laughs> or what way he plays at, but mm-hmm. he's, 
I think he's got that he's got you know he's got the frame to be able to to sustain sort of at least 250 so that that sort of allays your fears a little bit in terms of the in mm. terms of the weight but I'll talk about the fact that I do think he's a little bit light in the pants and also the other bit of context is the kind of the the help that was given by by offenses to face him you know he was the the major threat on that Cincy defensive line it's a good defense but they they most teams focused a lot of resources on stopping Sanders uh, so he saw a lot of chips and a lot of guards looking for work on his side right. so you've got to kind of take that into consideration I think the things the things that I saw that I thought were great I think he's got a really good get off I think your your point about him looking like he played faster on tape was was a testament to his to his processing which which was really good he, he's got great second and third step too because his acceleration is is very good. He's got a really good rush plan as well. He knows how he wins. Uh, and the way he wins really is, is mostly a kind of dangerous inside move where he brings a he brings a Euro step. He's got great lateral explosion, hip mobility, real fast and explosive hands to get over the top. And he he will beat you inside uh, if you don't see it coming and if you if you aren't able to to um to laterally move well yourself. And he can work off that to other outside moves as well, I thought pretty well. You know, he his sort of secondary offerings, the club swim, he's got a cross chop, he's got a two-hand swipe. These are all things that were good at the college level. Um, and so he's got a, a pretty robust rush plan for how to win with who he is. Um, and as you mentioned, if he if he doesn't win and he doesn't get to the edge, he he, he gets his hands in the, in the passing lanes. Most of those uh, pass breakups were batted balls at the line of scrimmage. Um, so he, he can get his hands in the lane. 11, 11 over the past couple of years is, is pretty, pretty special, really. Um, he's got good cornering, plenty of bend, um, and, he, and he's got a high motor too. I think in terms of his uh, the in terms of the run, there are some good things he does against the run. We'll get into some of the stuff he doesn't do as well against the run, but he's got good timing, good hand placement against the run, um, and he you know keeps he stays angular to be able to get some leverage, um, despite the fact that, like I said, I think he is a little bit light in the pants. But he does really, he processes well. And, and through that, with his get-off and his hand usage, he is able to, to be a productive run defender despite some of the limitations that he has. Right. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's got the moves that he has and the variety of moves he has and counters and things is pretty impressive. I mean, he's got all the technique that you'd want out of a pass rusher. You know, obviously, you'd like to see a little bit bigger, you know, but if he stands up and plays the edge, I mean, he's going to be nasty. And then... But he does, uh, ironically, play well out of his stance. Like he says, he still has that. Ex he still has explosion out of his stance, and he still shows that he can get enough power to not be just pushed over, which is really impressive for that size. You know, to only be 230 pounds ish and be able to have enough power to stand up against a lineman who probably has at least 100 pounds on him. It's it's pretty impressive. Um, I love his his aggressive play style. You know, and he just. Like you said, he has a good first step, second step, third step. The way he bursts, it, it's super duper impressive. And his, and then he's his footwork. He's he moves like he moves like he's two hundred thirty pounds. I mean, he's got good, you know, lateral agility. He can reverse directions. You know, he doesn't lose speed if he has to cut. You know, he he definitely shows more like he looks honestly more like a big wide receiver in the way he moves. You know, like he's that fluid in his movement. I, I I love it, and he's just relentless, man. I mean, he just does not stop. So, like he's mentioned, he his stats are not going to be the you know the Hutchinsons or anything like that because they were able to focus on him. I mean, he had often two, sometimes three guys. You know, they would always know where he was because he was that much of a force. So, as far as weaknesses, though, what he did mention them a little bit. So, what do you see on tape that 
kind of worries you a little bit. Yeah, so the for projection to the one of the I suppose the big thing that that really concerned me about his projections to the next level was that what I did see on tape a little bit was that he he sometimes gave away when that inside move was coming. So he slanted his hips inside sometimes a bit too much. So when you saw an offensive lineman with really good processing go up against, sorry, I, I switched between processing and processing because I have to switch between British and Americanisms <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my work and then these kind of calls. So, um, so yeah, he's uh, he, he if, if an offensive lineman can see it coming a bit further off, which they sometimes can because he sometimes gives it away, and they also have good lateral quickness themselves, they can power step and neutralize the inside move, um, which would be a bit of a concern for projection to the next level because there will, you know, he's going to face plenty of guys who do process at a high level and do have good lateral quickness, especially if he's playing um, against the against left tackles. I think. He doesn't have a three-way go is the other thing. I mean, this isn't the worst ding in the world to him, like, because not everybody does. And I think he has a really good rush plan. But what you would want to see probably at the next level is him develop, uh, if he can, um, by adding a probably adding a bit of extra girth to be able to convert speed to power a little bit more. So offensive linemen with good anchors could just shut down anything when he came, when he tried to come through them. Um, and he would counter off that and work really well to other moves but you'd like to be able to see him occasionally come through a guy just maybe by setting him up so that it gets him off balance and then comes through him just so that people are so that offensive linemen are a bit aware of that as a potential danger uh, he doesn't need to do it a lot just enough to 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 um to get people off some of the other moves when he does corner i think that you can you can see offensive linemen with better play strength bump him off his course and so yeah. that that's something that's going to need to be uh, improved in the next level and i think the the real problem in terms of the run is that he he while he stays quite angular and leveraged he does no amount of leverage can sometimes account for the fact that against bet against o-line with better play strength he he just can't bring any power through from his lower body um, and so he struggles a little bit at the point of attack and he can struggle to when he's when there's an offensive line that gets on him and latches he can struggle to detach and get off and and, and tackle the runner in the gap so uh, like there is a little bit of a concern around the point of, of, of his play at the point of attack and in, in terms of as a run defender but i do think he's like I said, I do think he's an intelligent guy. I think he knows how he use and he knows how he wins. And I think he knows how to use leverage and to maximize his his play strength. I, I think he just needs to get in an NFL weight room potentially and, and add a bit of core strength to to help him in some of those areas. Right. I, I had the same same notes that you had as far as run defense. That's one of the things that kind of worries me a little bit is that he gets out muscled, you know, and then when he gets pushed out of the play, he kind of well, well, his pursuit will take him a little bit and give him bad angles. And then a, a lot of bigger backs can just run him over. I mean, or just, you know, he doesn't have enough strength in in positioning to make the play to where a back can, you know, he does, he's not squaring up backs enough. So, but I think that's not going to be something he's going to be, you know, you're not going to be like, you need to do this. You need to, <laughs> you need to be better in the run game. I think he's probably not going to be that. I see him more as probably playing outside and being, you know, as long as he's not a, a liability against the run, I think he'll be fine. But those are some concerns I had. I'm trying to pull up the mock draft database. For some reason, I didn't as far as where he's getting landed. But I think he's day two guy pretty much. Let me see here. Sorry, bad radio. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yep. All right. And some of the mock drafts, uh, they don't have many of them, but recently I've seen him 
yeah, no, these, this is really out of date. So I think he's probably a day two guy. Do you think any, any landing spots? Do you think that's where he'll land is or go in the draft, like somewhere on the second day? And I know you want him to go to Baltimore, but are there any other places <laughs> you can? <laughs> so actually, I think he's a funny projection for Baltimore because I actually think, you know, he so the the thing is i think he projects best as a 34 outside linebacker i right. think he i think he is a guy though that you you want him you want him on a team where they don't mind those guys that are a little bit lighter playing the edge um right. the ravens like thick thick rush linebackers and if you're not going to be their rush linebacker they, you're going to have to be their sam linebacker and we haven't seen him consistently drop in space drop in coverage to know if he can do that so if he could add that string to his bow and he does do that then that's great i think he opens himself up to other to other teams and maybe some teams like the ravens and the steelers will have worked him out in terms of their private workouts and see um if he can do that and that kind of opens up his possibilities a little bit more. If he doesn't, I think it's probably more teams like the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Panthers, those types of teams that don't mind as much the kind of lighter, um, lighter edge guys. Uh, and, you know, basically the, also you also need, I, I looked to try and find, uh, but I couldn't find any data on it. You also need a team that likes to run stunts and games because he's very good on stunts. He's his acceleration, his lateral explosion. He's deadly on stunts. Right. So if you can get a team that likes to do that, um, that would be good. The Ravens have put a bit of a moratorium on stunts at times. So I do think there's a, there's a place for him in a team where, like I said, the Cardinals, Falcons, Panthers, lighter defensive ends who, where you can get him, get him moving and, and get him working on games and stunts and let him develop his game um, as a, as a run defender, as he, as he plays in the NFL. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Do you have a player comp for him or I, I didn't put this in the show sheet. Just curious. I kind of. No, I don't. Uh, Not I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm like, gosh, I can't think of anybody. I know the Ravens have had some smaller line outside linebackers and I'm drawing a blank. Um, that's who they are, though. I'm, I'm, gosh, what am I thinking here? Not Zadarius is Zadarius is bigger, isn't he? Yeah, Zadarius is a, yeah. is a bit thicker. They they do like the bigger guys. When, right. Usually, when it's a smaller guy, so like Bowser's a smaller guy, but Bowser Bowser plays Sam, so he right. drops in coverage a lot, and he's a he's a you know plays plays everything. So that oh, like, that's that's, <laughs> that's kind of what you need, like what the Ravens would need him to do. He'd have to get it get him so that he drops in coverage, and I, I'm not sure that he can. Do, no. I don't know that. He can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, he's never showed it. I mean, I guess he's got decent enough athletic ability but it would be a, a huge learning curve i would imagine um one more thing john one more thing james are you are you related to jonathan ogden is that why you're a ravens fan <laughs> no i'm not but it was okay. it was cool when i first started watching them i could have ogden on the back <laughs> of my shirt all right just want to make sure I, you don't you don't resemble him much but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I know not 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 good for radio either visually <laughs> anyway all right all right thanks james i'll tell everybody where they can find you on twitter what you're working on man yeah, um, so you can find me on Twitter at NFL Ogden. Um, I, most of my content is Ravens focused, is Baltimore Ravens focused, but I, I like it. I'm a player evaluation guy at heart, so you can find loads of my player evaluation. I write for a, a Ravens blog called Russell Street Report. I have my own site called RedStarBaltimore.com, uh, which is lots of Ravens content. Uh, but like I said, you, my evaluations are all there, um, and I've I have probably by the time this podcast is released or maybe just after uh, have a full draft guide coming up, which coming out, which is over a hundred players ranked both offense and defense uh, and loads of, you know, in-depth reports. It's about over 70,000 words at this point now. So uh, it's been a bit of a grind. 
but uh, there's loads of evaluation there. It's quite Ravens focused, but there's evalu- like generic evaluations of players as well that people might be interested in reading. Right. Awesome. Thanks, James. You've been a, a really good conversation, man. I, I love talking defense and you have a very, very good insight on my G. I, I don't know why I drew a blank there. So thank you very much, man. No All problem, right. going. You can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ, this pod at Daily Draft RPRT. We are down to our last couple. I'm probably going to go through the end of next week, and then it's draft time. Finally, finally here, man. All this homework's finally paid off. So thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.